Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show on the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and you guys may or may not have heard there's been a lot of news in the last 24 hours uh, Mm in 49er land, and I thought there was no one better to bring on than NFL columnist for The Guardian and 49ers fan, Melissa Jacobs. (laughs) Melissa, welcome to the podcast. Oh, man, I can't... I don't even know if I can articulate my feelings about yesterday, but I'll, I'll do my best for you, Tracy. Well, I appreciate that. And I saw that you tweeted that and it was when you tweeted that, that I reached out to you because I think <laughs> it brings an interesting perspective. Obviously I was reporting on the game and reporting on what was happening and as yeah. coming out and all of that, but wanted to, to bring in another perspective. And I will say even from my perspective, and I would say probably some of my colleagues in the press box, it all did feel a little bit surreal. And it is one of those things mm-hmm. we've been talking about Trey Lance for so long. And so much has happened. The 49ers, you know, trade their future essentially to draft Trey Lance. So everybody is under the impression, everybody, including Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo and everyone <laughs> else, that last season is Jimmy Garoppolo's last season in San Francisco. We have a end of the year press conference with Jimmy and he basically is saying his goodbyes. I asked him if there was mm-hmm. something he said for a fresh start for as much as he likes it in Santa Clara. And he said, absolutely. So everyone is saying goodbye, preparing for the Trey Lance era. Okay. So then Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm doing a real quick recap here, everybody. Jimmy Garoppolo has surgery yeah. on his throwing <laughs> arm. And the NFL quarterback carousel goes through a variety of upheaval, but I think it's the best way to put it. So many things happen that we couldn't predict. And at the end of the day, the 49ers end up restructuring Jimmy Garoppolo's contract because they can't really find a trade partner, at least not one, I think, that would make everyone happy. Jimmy Garoppolo said on Sunday after the game that he is comfortable here. He likes it here. And so he it worked out well for him to restructure his contract, be the backup quarterback. I think it also made sense for him because even had Trey not gone injured, there is now practice footage of him. If they're up by a lot, he could have come into a game, shown that the shoulder is fine. So we go through all of this. Trey's the guy. That's it. Jimmy's QB2. Everybody's moving forward. And then late in the first quarter of Sunday's week two game against the Seahawks, Trey Lance breaks his ankle. He has surgery Monday morning, and he's out for the season. So there's a very quick recap for anyone who... <laughs> for some reason, missed all of that and still listens to this podcast. So bless you for that, if that's the case. But that is Is there anyone? I know. Is there any... If there's anyone who's just tuning in and it's like, I don't know, she just... That's amazing. Person, then here you go. You got a <laughs> you got a full recap as to where we are. So from your perspective, Melissa, you're Ooh. at home. There's my very quick... Like that was my uh, just like supermarket sweet version of the last two years. <laughs> uh, you're at home yesterday. You're watching the game. Trey goes down. What what are your thoughts as a 49ers fan? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. 
Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, I'm kind of like tongue tied and paralyzed again just listening to your recap. But <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I mean, first, first, it's like, you know, just just a, a bevy of emotion. So obviously, it's just like complete heartbreak for Trey. Mm-hmm. Just like absolute, you know, gutted, right? Like, I mean, if you're human, mm-hmm. whether, you know, you have like win loss, like who's the better quarterback, all that stuff, like just throw that out the window. Like this might change the trajectory of this young man's career who doesn't really have that much film dating back to college, of course. Mm -hmm. So that's like just so awful for him. And then, I mean, I'm sort of sort of laughing when Jimmy came. Like it was weird. It was just like so weird. It was so weird. And like, I think it would have been easier to absorb if, Trey had like didn't look so raw in week one mm-hmm. you know like if you're like oh we see all these signs that like he's the next Patrick Mahomes or whatever that's a high standard but you know mm-hmm. in in that ilk but we didn't really see that so there was already all the chatter during the week I didn't buy into it but you know because I believed in Kyle and, and John Lynch's idea of of staying the course and actually developing this kid through real NFL reps, but now here we are. So it's just like, man, you know, and then of course, Jimmy didn't even look like he had recently had surgery, looked great, like looked better than did. So it's just, I mean, it's like in one way they're genius, but also like, are they geniuses? Could they just not get a good trade partner? I thought he was going to be a Seahawk. Like I thought when I looked at the schedule, I was like, oh, we're going to be facing Jimmy Garoppolo in week two. Right. So, well, I think that a lot of just, people thought that. I think that might be why he's still there. Right. He could right exactly. He could have been a Ram. I think these are, those were two he, potentially 100%. places he could have gone and that very well be why he's still there. That's total speculation, but that is just, that's a theory. But I'd like to unpack something that you said that is kind of the heartbreaking part of all of this when it comes to Trey is, and you said it too, you bought into the Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, we're going to develop him. It's not all about this season. And that's something I was even on a Friday talking about that and how it's not all about this season. Yes, they have a quote unquote Super Bowl caliber roster, but it was about developing him and making him the franchise quarterback of the future. And I'd really felt before the season started, we weren't really going to know who Trey Lance was the quarterback for another two to three seasons. But now he has another season of not playing. And now next year they have to develop Trey Lance as a quarterback and he doesn't have much film. He did not play a whole lot in college. And that's the part and the ramifications. And granted it's football and no one could foresee it, but you know, that's the part that is, really difficult and really sad. And I know there's been chatter on social media. Oh, this was Kyle Shanahan's fault. I don't believe that. I think now perhaps, perhaps Kyle could have been a little more careful knowing that Trey is a little bit, I hate this term. I hate the term injury prone because again, it's football. And of course there's the irony of the fact that this will be an injury on a, a large part of why they want to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo is because 
he had so much trouble staying healthy. And now can Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. keep, keep mm-hmm. healthy or stay healthy through the entire season? And there's all of that. But at the end of the day, it's no one's fault. It's football. And it could have happened on any play. And it's just unfortunate. It does look like they were pretty clairvoyant with the world's maybe most expensive insurance policy. But now it's worth <laughs> every penny because <laughs> the season's I mean. derailed. And, you know, it's interesting because it's something Kyle has flat out said. You know, m- multiple years we've had our seasons derailed by quarterback injury. Mm-hmm. And here they go again. And it had had there not been Ginny Garoppolo, they insist it would have been Brock Purdy at QB2. And so then the season again, no offense to Brock Purdy, but he's yeah. a rookie. <laughs> he's so starting. So, the <laughs> derailed. so they are in a really good position. I agree. Could they just not find a trade partner? I think so many things happened when it came to that trade. It probably was mismanaged on their end. And then I just think there were a variety of things that happened that no one could foresee. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting how this is spun moving forward, right? Like, I wish we could have a 30 for 30 on it. Like, what really happened? Like, what were the conversations? Are you really that clairvoyant? You know, because here we are. And and you said, you know, uh, they're going to have to develop Trey next year, but I think the big elephant in the room is like, well, what if Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he did this past weekend, leads them to the playoffs again, even if they don't win the Super Bowl? Are are you really going to go back to Trey Lance? It's you know, it's that's a tough one. (laughs) That's a good question. I think (laughs) not to to fast forward a few months, but I mean that's very. It's a very fair, real question, and. The reality is the team probably will go to the playoffs. I mean, if this roster doesn't at least make the playoffs, they've got very big issues. I think they probably will go back to Trey Lance and develop him because they did trade the future with him to be the quarterback of the future. But you you just don't know. You're right. If he leads them to the playoffs and he looks like he did, at least for the majority of the game on Sunday, then... Mm -hmm. What do you do? Do you then bring Jimmy back on a two-year deal and knowing you're going to develop Trey and now you have a quarterback competition? I don't know. This is, this is in, it's kind of the, it's the worst case. It's okay. I'm, I'm going to see if I can say this correctly. Bear with me. Oh, I, yeah, I know where you're going. Good luck. Best worst case scenario, because you lost your quarterback, mm. whatever the reasons are, you do have Jimmy Garoppolo there. I don't think they were this clairvoyant. I just think, at the end of the day, this ended up being the best scenario for everyone involved. And now it really is because they have Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. And he's the guy who took him to the NFC Championship game last year. No matter your feelings on Jimmy Garoppolo, no matter for those who feel like they got to the NFC Championship game despite Jimmy Garoppolo, at the end of the day, he was the man under center and they went to the NFC Championship game. So we're going to go with exactly. that. So, so there's that. So it's um, it's a very interesting situation. It's just very weird. And this also feels like the kind of thing, and maybe it's just because I'm so ingrained with this team, but this kind of feels like the kind of thing that could only happen to the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just so crazy too, because like to lose your starting running back and, we, and then your starting quarterback, like it's just, but that, like, it just seemed like, oh gosh, here we go again with, it's like, oh, but wait, no, that's Jimmy Garoppolo coming in. I mean, not that like Jeff Wilson Jr. isn't, you know, I mean, he's obviously 
and the, the whole running back core is like completely fine, but it's, it just seemed like, like, like when they lost Nick Bosa, it's just like such a distraught feeling. This wasn't distraught because you felt like there was a drop in talent. Obviously there's a huge argument to be made that they are now improved as a team, which is just a hard thing to say, I think, because you, you have to like, like we as fans or, you, you know, even in the media, you, maybe you, I don't know why you would question, you know, Shanahan, but they made this deal that obviously they were going to develop this kid no matter what. And so you buy into that, but basically you kind of talk yourself out of like, what would Jimmy be better though? But like, is there another quarterback in America who'd be better? You know, like you, you, you get out of that and like, now we're just so mired in that. And it's just like very anxiety inducing. I, you think it is. And I think that, there probably was no, in theory, maybe no doubt. Maybe that's not, maybe there's some doubt. I think it, a lot of people could say, and honestly, their Super Bowl odds increased on Monday. And it just honestly feels like a sick, an icky thing to say. But just going factually on Vegas Super Bowl odds, their odds of getting to the Super Bowl increased from the Vegas people. Which <laughs> uh, <laughs> Garoppolo as their quarterback, but kind of going back to what I said earlier, I think everyone bought in because it wasn't just about this season. So I had felt, I had felt Trey Lance's performance in week one was exactly as I thought it was going to be. And that uh, how I thought Mm -hmm. a lot of the season was going to be and that it was going to be up and down. He was, is essentially a rookie quarterback. And now he's essentially a rookie quarterback again next season. Of course, it'll be his third year in the league. But he'll have three and most of a quarter starts under his belt as a starting quarterback. So I felt that that was going to be some up and down and there were going to be growing pains and they would make the playoffs as wildcard team. And however far they went, they went, they went, but the important thing was to see improvement in Trey Lance from week one to week 17. And that was going to be the most important part of the, of the entire process. And if they could get to the playoffs, it was a good year. It was not a wasted year and everybody could feel great about it. Now, in theory, their Super Bowl odds have improved, and that could be great for this year. But you now just have another year of having to develop Trey Lance. It is what it is. It happens. I just hope for Trey Lance's sake that the rehab goes well and this doesn't become a, a thing for him. Because he he does yeah. have, for, for, his, for as few games as he's played, the injuries are piling up, and that just for him makes me sad because I also I know I feel like I, I want to tear up or something like it's seriously it just especially when you think about like his whole life of plant like all the steps he took to get here and then you don't even like you don't even get a chance just like the injury gods just wipe you out like it's just I hate that so much and feels like more prevalent in the NFL than other pretty much any other sport and that's like you know one of the worst parts of the league not to be so negative but But true it is it's the it's a brutal sport it's a beautiful sport but it's a brutal sport and there actually is a line and i don't remember the exact line from concussion but alec baldwin's character says it that it is essentially it is a brutal sport and but then every so often it's like the most beautiful thing you'll ever watch Uh, my dog is (laughs) what is your yeah is is your dog okay with uh the events of yeah of this past weekend. I'll be honest, I haven't told I mean, them. 
because I just thought it was too much. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was just too much. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's true. It's like revealing the two theories. Yeah, I just think for them, but... they just... Sorry, okay, kids. But I will say with these dogs, it's pretty hilarious. In every podcast, like any radio parents I do from home, they do manage to insert themselves in the conversation. So I think they do have pretty strong feelings. They just have so few ways to express them. So we don't really know what they are. But yeah, <laughs> managed to, to bark in every, in every single one. But, you know, <laughs> we talk about the injury history. I did a tweet yesterday and people were like, this tweet is mean, but it was just true. And I went through their weeks one and two from 2020 to now. And it's rough. I mean, week two in 2020, they lose Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas for the season. Jimmy Garoppolo suffers that ankle injury that plagues mm-hmm. the entire season and really affects their season. 2021, week one, they lose Jason Verrett and Raheem Mostert. 2022, week one, they lose Elijah Mitchell. And week two, they lose Trey Lance. I mean, I, I mean they should just start with week three and take the losses for weeks one and two. It's terrible. I mean, seriously, I know. <laughs> I know. Really but, you know, I, I, I will say, I mean, again, like the, the injury, I don't, it's like, I don't want to say this is a blessing in any way. Cause it's not, but it's like the fact that you have Jimmy Garoppolo, who, I mean, I would say based on what we've seen in two weeks is be- better than half quarterbacks in the yeah. NFL right now, like straight up. And they're the NFC is, is kind of garbage. So the whole conference. So, I mean, this is a team that could emerge. Like even if Jimmy Garoppolo like took a slight step back, like looked a little more like second half Jimmy um, against the Seahawks, like is it's open. Like it is. And to have that playoff experience. I mean, it's, it's pretty uh, just, amazing that the the 49ers are coming out of this somewhat ahead. Like who could say that we just lost our franchise quarterback, our first round guy then, and now we're a better team for it. Maybe. Well, it's, it's not an easy, it's not an easy thing to say. And and I think that did make Mm -hmm. that quarterback room, the envy of the league. But now of course you have a situation where they better hope Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy or it's Brock Purdy's season. <sighs> and yeah. again, no disrespect to Brock Purdy. I have no idea the trajectory of his career, or how it's going to go, but probably not who you want stepping in and taking over <laughs> to lead you to the promised land. But the, the Super Bowl ready roster, other, ready otherwise, roster, uh, led by <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant, who all of a sudden has become Mr. Very, very relevant. And mm-hmm. it's just going to be somewhat interesting uh i asked jimmy on sunday i said is i said this might seem like a weird question but is it strange having been in trey's position he goes down you see him go down you have to now get ready to step in but kind of how do you reconcile that because you were him and he said no it's weird he said it is weird and it took me kind of a couple series but essentially you just have to you just do have to reconcile it and it, it was interesting on sunday because Kyle Shanahan said when he came in, they were happy about the win, but there was a somber feeling and you'd feel it when you went in the locker room and that's true. But then they also did win. And I think it's a kind of a funny, not funny, haha, but reconciliation, especially, you know, you look on social media today and the guys are all posting victory Monday and got the dubs, just the beginning and all of that, all of that is true and they should celebrate that. But I imagine it's a tough kind of mental, emotional thing because then 
starting quarterback also just went down. But I think there's right. there's hope because your other starting quarterback is now the starting quarterback. So yeah, and you were there, so I'm just curious, like the vibe. I mean, well, or just in general, like the the quarterback room vibe, like how the. I mean, I know Jimmy was a huge, you know favorite in the in the locker room among a lot of players like did that did they all buy into Trey do you think are they like has it been weird since it was clear Jimmy wasn't going anywhere you know you think it would have been weird it, it felt weird to me but I doesn't feel like it felt weird to them I think they had found a way to figure it out and probably having last season helped and the way that both Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo handled last season really, really helped, but it didn't feel particularly weird to them. It was a little I think jarring is probably way too strong a word, but the locker room was, op- was open again for the first time since 2019. So that's yeah. interesting because now we're back in there and we weren't in there last year and we weren't in there the year before. So it is a little kind of jarring now being back in there when you would have you know Jimmy come in, definitely he was QB2, get, you know, do his thing and and be on his way. And it just felt different. And it felt like it had to be weird, but it did not seem weird to them. It did seem that everybody from what you could see bought in to, to this and what they were doing. And I'm going to actually go back to 2017 when the 49ers were 0-9 in Kyle Shanahan's first season as head coach, John Lynch's first season as, in, as a GM. And this is an 0-9 team. And that locker room never felt like an 0-9 team. And not because they didn't take the losing seriously, but because it was very clear that they had all bought into Kyle Shanahan. And I think that mm-hmm. is something that the organization has had going for it through all of this, is they all seem to have bought into Kyle Shanahan and his plan and what he sees for the future. And I really don't blame them because when you look at the organization pre-Shanahan Lynch and you look at it today... Mm-hmm. There's a reason that we were talking about them in a Super Bowl conversation because in 2015 yeah. and 2016, it looked like this team may never go to the Super Bowl again <laughs> so, or, or win games. <laughs> I mean, it looked like they had the potential to really plummet and become like the commanders or become like the Browns, Ugh, which that's a whole other issue. But, you know, looking at these organizations that have just historically been bad and continue to be bad year after year, year and continue to make bad decisions to keep them bad. That's what it looked like. And things really turned around. And a big part of that are, you know, Shanahan and Lynch. I would even say a big part of that is Jimmy Garoppolo. But everyone I think has bought into what Kyle Shanahan is selling and I get it. So it felt like everybody was on board. I know there is many a conspiracy theorist out there on social media <laughs> and what? What are you talking about? I know. I don't. I don't want to shock you, but Twitter, crazy place, <laughs> but not a real place. That's the thing that's so funny. About it. It's not a real place, but it's still kind of a crazy place. But I, you know, it did feel like everybody was kind of in. But then, you know, Kyle Uschek made a comment Sunday. He said, "I thought Jimmy Good looked great, and it was Niners football again. We've been doing this five years, and there it is. So it, it's weird." I mean, this is just not the kind of thing you see all the time. The whole thing is very different. yeah. And I, I, I'm telling myself, I don't, I don't know if you are, but you know, when I think about the the chemistry, you make such a great point about buying into the Shanahan just to Kyle um, as a coach. And I, I used to have my, you know, my annual talk with Joe Staley when I would, you know, come out to training camp. I remember him saying that 
last year pre Kyle, like he was, I mean, he was miserable and the vibe, you know, the vibe in the building was miserable. Like, you know, you were there, I was there a lot more back then. And then he's just like, I, I sat down with Kyle. He started just talking football and it was just like this revelation, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think between, um, you know, I'm hoping that because they're so different Garoppolo, like he's obviously a lot older than Trey and different skill sets, different places in their career. I'm I'm hoping that that has kind of kept things a little bit, you know, more peaceful probably than they would have been if it was like a a younger version of Jimmy is coming in and like taking Jimmy's spot basically. That's not what this, this was. And I think that Jimmy, Jimmy's kind of a different personality. There's not a huge ego there. So I think it also could be different if there was that. And then the other thing is Jimmy was like Aaron Rodgers or something like an Aaron Rodgers (laughs) or something like that. But Jimmy started his career as Tom Brady's backup. And I think that that does humble a person probably right from the get go. (laughs) And and I mean that in a good way, because I think it helped them going forward. So he was, he was Trey Lance in some ways uh, when he got drafted and he did kind of look like the heir apparent and the guy of the future. And then Tom Brady is going to play till the end of time. So that wasn't going to be the case. So (laughs) it's like, I mean, I think Tom Brady is going to be playing football and Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a 49er like long after the rest of us are gone. (laughs) I just really believe. (laughs) I mean, man, the Patriots could really use Jimmy Garoppolo right now. They They could also really use Tom Brady. They could even use Jacoby Brissett. I don't know. They could use all kinds of Well, let's, I don't know if we want to go that far. No, no offense. Maybe not that far. Maybe not that far. Sorry, Jacoby. We love you, Jacoby Brissett. But yeah, maybe not that far. But it is, you know, it is kind of funny. But I think that that, when you start your career like that, I think it does, like I said, I think it humbles a person. I think it changes a mindset. And I think it probably really is a lot of why Jimmy Garoppolo is the way he is in a positive way and why last year wasn't weird and why this year isn't weird. But I mean, I had made a joke. I think it was in the in the spring or early summer on this podcast. And I can't remember who the guest was, but I'd made a comment and I was, I was joking, but now I think I was right. I was like, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on this team forever. Like until the end of time, (laughs) he is going to outlast everybody in that building. He is always (laughs) going to be on this team. And now I'm starting to believe that I was right. (laughs) He will be (laughs) on this team forever and ever and ever. Oh my gosh. It's just (laughs) kind of the way this has all played out is very, very strange, but my heart really does break for Trey Lance because I would say just in getting to know Trey Lance, the person a little bit over this last year, he's a really good person and a good kid. And it's just, he's handled everything well too. I mean, it's not just, you know, we talk a lot about how well Jimmy handled last year. And I think the way he handled it was incredible and so classy. And like we just said, a lot of people like maybe an Aaron Rodgers would not have handled it that well, but Trey Lance also handled it really well. And a different kind of number Mm -hmm. three pick could have come in and made things difficult and sticky and he didn't. And so I think they both should get a tremendous amount of credit for that. Right. And that's also part of the organization for Mm -hmm. for setting the tone and having some semblance of, of authority or, or buy-in from, from the locker room as, as you've said, 
So, uh, you know, a lot of organizations, even with those two guys, like being respectful and, and decent humans would still fall apart. They would still, there would still be infighting in yeah. many other organizations in the NFL. I think that's true. I think that is absolutely true. So here we go. Jimmy Garoppolo era 2.0 is upon us. Next stop, Denver against 49ers killer Russell Wilson. They they slay the Seahawks. Can they slay the main dragon? That's going to be you know, the big they question. They can. I think the they Broncos can. are a hot mess, honestly. They are a hot mess. They're just, they're just not well coached. They're like, I think they have like 23 penalties already and a bunch of, you know, so many false starts and just, they just, don't they're not in sync i mean russell wilson's always dangerous but man i'm like losing jerry judy's a big deal and Mm -hmm. i mean uh i'm kind of shocked that i mean i'm shocked from them and even in week one denver you know losing to seattle which Mm -hmm. is like maybe seattle super bowl i don't know i think it is it was definitely uh, seattle super bowl yeah so i i i expect good things there's there's a quarterback it's very, very, very terrible that the starter went down, but it just so happens that the backup completely knows the ins and outs, maybe better than the starter. And this never happens. It's happened to the Niners. So I, it's not, it's hard to articulate, right? Cause it's like, I don't want to say luck. Cause I don't want, I'm not remotely happy, obviously about what happened to Trey, but Niners are, are, are in a very, very rare, but amazing position for at least this season for yes for at least this season and i don't know what the off season i don't even want to. i don't know and i don't know you know and, and what the ramifications are for the future for trey lance's future right. for their future under center under center we don't know but for this season yes and honestly jimmy garoppolo is stepping back into an offense that was still built around jimmy garoppolo Cause that was kind mm-hmm. of an issue too. And it was something I talked about a fair amount on this podcast is that one of the issues for Trey is, is as well as, you know, kind of an up and down season and, and, you know, getting reps and learning as he goes and the shaky interior of the offensive line and all that was that he also was running an offense that really was more built around Jimmy Garoppolo than Trey Lance. So now Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be leading that offense. So we will see how this plays out. I think the biggest thing for San Francisco now is doing everything they can to keep him healthy, which is not easy in this league, as we have discussed in ad nauseum. Yeah, but, uh, right. That is a that is a tough thing. So that's kind of the next stop for them. And because now, when you have to cash in on the insurance policy, then what do you do? But that is what it is, and that's the league, and that's the game, that's the sport, and that just is. So. That's where we're at. So next stop, Denver. Love, yeah, I know. It's just like, an, it's just a very odd, it's very odd. But I think probably after this week, it'll feel a lot less odd. You know, that's yeah, just feel kind of normal and they're moving right along and this is what they're doing. So that's what we got. Do you uh, want to give me a prediction now on how you think this season ends up for San Francisco? I'm going to say they win 11 or 12 games and make it to the NFC championship, but maybe lose to the Packers. Okay. That's there just, you go. just go, going, uh, 
it's not even pie in the sky though, because I look at the NFC. I'm like, I mean, we'll see, you know, maybe the maybe the Vikings, maybe I mean, I know the Giants are two and oh. I guess the Bucks, but they're having a lot of issues on offense and offensive line. So it's just hard to see it's it's hard to see anyone that you're like, oh, that team is head and shoulders above the 49ers coming out of this week with Jimmy Garoppolo back. So and yeah, I, feel like I feel pretty yeah. confident saying that, honestly. I think it's I think it's a very fair assessment. And to be honest, I didn't really feel like there were that many teams. I know week one, we can all overreact and all of the things, but it didn't feel like even in week one, if Trey Lance had been the quarterback the entire time, I still had them as a 10 or 11 win team getting a wild card spot and probably getting back to the NFC championship game. So I think that was, there isn't an NFC juggernaut or certainly not one that's better than this team. And if the 49ers defense plays the way we've seen them play, especially the way we saw them play yesterday with cutting way back on penalties from 12 to (laughs) one, which was much better then you're, I don't really know that they can be stopped because that defense is unbelievable. So yeah. I mean, to add like Hufanga on, into the mix, I mean, he's just been like defensive player of the year. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean well, maybe so that's a stretch. Well, but. Well, <laughs> that right now. So when he comes back, I mean, it's just going to, the defense yeah. is incredible. And if defense wins championships, then this defense can definitely get them, I believe, to the NFC championship game. So I would agree with you on that one. So I guess I'm going to end with my favorite phrase of all time because no one can argue with it and that is not easy in this day and age time will tell there you go <laughs> no that, that doesn't work in 2022 i'm sorry we need to know right now i'm going but time will tell because no one can be like time won't tell no it will it actually will tell at all times so <laughs> i will tell uh melissa before you go i know you have a new project that you're really excited about and i would like for you yes. to talk about it a little bit Thank you. Yeah. So when I'm not uh, cheering on the 49ers or writing about the NFL, I am usually in like central California uh, watching my kids and travel baseball or travel soccer. And I've been very mired in that world now for a few years on many levels, like boards and coaching and all this stuff. And, you know, I have decided that I'm going to launch a newsletter because as I was starting with my kids, there just wasn't a lot of content out there and and we need handholding it's a very this is like a 10 billion dollar industry and there's you know a lot of blood suckers out there and a lot of you know i it's just a hard world to navigate so i'm start i'm going to be starting a substack that's going to be launched um in a couple weeks it's going to be a lot of you know reporting so i'm hoping there's just a lot of useful useful information. I was going to say youthful, (laughs) useful, youthful information. (laughs) If it all works, there will be useful information also, um, that will, you know, really be helpful to parents of young athletes, you know, across the, all, all the age groups. Um, so yeah, so I'm at, um, on, I guess the best way to find out more is, uh, just follow me on Twitter at the football girl and I'll obviously be as, as we have to do on Twitter, be over promoting, but I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's something I'm really passionate about. So, well, awesome. Congratulations. I think that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. Well, you guys heard follow Melissa at the football girl 
If you like what you heard today, and I know you did, even though it may have been painful to talk about and listen to for 49ers <laughs> fans, uh, you can make sure to please leave us a five-star review. We are brought to you by Bet Online, and I will talk to everybody later this week to preview Broncos 49ers. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.